Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 17th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, how was your day? Uh, it was Monday. Totally yeah. a Monday, you, yeah. Do, any, do anything exciting? Uh, no. Not you, didn't, uh, you didn't stand shoulder to shoulder with the murderous dictator of our, one of our most volatile foreign enemies and uh, <laughs> act like he was your best friend? No? Nothing? <laughs> Uh, no, no, uh, I, you know, I, I think there's a new standard for breaking the internet, though. I, I mean, the Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's got a lot, lot to uh, uphold here. Yeah, let's not try to break anything beyond what's already broken. I think there's been enough breaking done uh, in the past, by the time this comes out, 20 hours. So uh, let's just hope that somebody fix it. Anybody, please. Hey, uh, you know, talk about... Um, T- taking lemons and making lemonade. Did you see Crooked Media release their new podcast? Um, it's a new, what's it called? Wildlands or something. It's a documentary podcast Wilderness. by John. Wilderness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. John Favreau doing a documentary type thing. I haven't listened yeah. to it, but I, I, I saw the lead up to it. Yeah. So uh, the Wilderness, uh, you know, is an in-depth look at um, what has happened to the Democratic Party and and what needs to happen to uh, lead us into uh, 2018 November and uh, 2020 elections. And uh, so um, I think today was a great day for Fabs to release that podcast. Um, let me just have you listened to it yet? Yeah. Yeah. OK. So please tell me that uh, a Stephen Schwartz song is the theme music. <laughs> no, no. Is that Darius DeHaas? Is that who sings that song? We're lost in the wilderness. No, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. It's a great song. Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, the le- less appreci- appreciated Stephen Schwartz songs from uh, Children of Eden. But anyway. Lost in the wilderness. Lost, lonely, dying in the wilderness. With no chance of a living boy until you confess you're lost in the wilderness. Okay, let's uh, get into some uh, Broadway casting news. Yes, yesterday at long last, Jessica Vosk made her Broadway Alphabet debut after playing the role for over a year on the road. She replaces the longest-running Broadway Alphabet Jackie Burns. Uh, Jessica Vosk joins the cast over at the Gershwin Theater, which currently includes her former uh, tour Glenda, Amanda Jane Cooper, uh, Kurt Hansen, who has been a longtime understudy, is playing Fiero. James, there's some rumors that a certain former um, uh, Jimmy winner turned uh, brain freezing off Broadway star might be taking over that role in the coming weeks. Isabel Keating is playing Madame Morrible. The great Kevin Chamberlain is the wizard. Uh, J- Jackie Burns gave her final performance over the weekend. My uh, coworker, Alan Henry, is at Jessica Vosk's first performance. While we are recording, he is currently freaking out on Twitter during intermission. So uh, definitely get a chance to go over and see her. Jessica will be on uh, uh, in the show for about a year. So that will make her the alphabet during the 15th anniversary celebrations later this fall. Speaking of other casting changes on Broadway, it was announced yesterday that the new Heidi Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen will be the former uh, vacation swing for the role, Lisa Brescia. Um, she played Heidi Hansen during Rachel Bay Jones's extended vacation times, anytime for more than a performance or two. Um, she is a another former alphabet on Broadway. Rachel Bay Jones will play her final performance on August 5th, and Lisa will take over on August 7th. I first became a huge fan of Lisa's from the off-Broadway show 
Ordinary Days. And of course, her husband is uh, composer Craig Carnella um, that his, uh, he was involved with uh, working from Stephen Schwartz and other Stephen Schwartz. So as well as uh, quite a few other things. But uh, congratulations to, to Lisa, who I think has been teaching at a college out in Missouri recently. But um, from one happy casting announcement on Broadway to a less happy, I, I don't know how to describe this one, um, but it's one that has to come from an injury. It was announced yesterday that original company member Lauren Lott will be taking over the role of Team Moon in uh, Once on This Island because Tony nominee Haley Kilgore apparently broke her foot in her most recent performance uh, of the show. She apparently has been out for about a week um, dealing with it, trying to see how bad it was. But um, James, have you ever broken a foot before? Yes. You have. Okay, so it did. It is not something that heals quickly. Um, on social media, Lauren said that she believes that the, her, the minimum amount of time that she will be in the role will be two months. On Broadway, or on Broadway, Haley Kilgore said on Instagram, um, you know, explaining that she goes 100% every time she's on stage and she just went a little too hard on her last performances, on her last performance leading to the injury. So she wants to, uh, uh, wanted to keep everybody up to date and apologize that she will be out. But uh, she assures everybody that Lauren will be a fantastic uh, replacement for Team Moon for however long that'll be. So you feel good for Lauren getting to take over that that role, but you feel bad for Haley because uh, that's a uh, that's got to be really frustrating when it's not like something that actually has to do with singing or, or acting. It's just you literally can't move all that much. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's such a bummer. I didn't realize she had broken her foot. Wow. Oh a lot can you imagine trying to do that role on that stage specifically with a broken foot with all the sand and she's she no. doesn't wear shoes for most of the show she that's yeah. it's impossible yeah okay uh let's take a look at the money last week's broadway grosses Money, money, money. Yes, things got back to somewhat closer to normal as we suspected james following the 4th of july holiday the uh, Broadway grosses with the increase of one show saw a 10.23% increase on the bottom line. Last week's grosses totaled $37,330,028. Only 10 shows saw week-to-week -week declines. That extra show that I mentioned wasn't actually a new show. It was Springsteen on Broadway returning after one of those random week-long hiatuses or hiati uh, that Bruce likes to go on. That, of course, helps bringing in a total of $2.4 million in just five performances. Uh, adding that to the bottom line obviously helps. However, as always, at the top, Hamilton, even though it had about a $63,000 decrease, did top $3.1 million. It was then followed by Lion King at 2.7, Springsteen at that 2.4, Harry Potter at 2.2, and then Frozen at $2,087,637. Following it in the seven-figure club will be Wicked, Dear Evan Hansen, Mean Girls, Aladdin, My Fair Lady, Angels in America, finally getting above that $1 million mark in its last week on Broadway. Then Come From Away, Phantom of the Opera, The Book of Mormon, and The Band's Visit. Hello, Dolly. During Bernadette Peters last week in the role, saw a very healthy $197,000 increase to get it at $974K. Uh, the Boys in the Band, which uh, announced its recoupment yesterday, uh, did a very good $929,000, showing that straight shows can do well if every single person in the show is an A-list star. Uh, I mean, that helps. Uh, SpongeBob on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, despite the fact that it'll be closing later this summer, again was above nine hundred thousand uh, dollars. So very good, uh, you know, last bit of run for them. Carousel 
picked up $130,000. Summer, the Donna Summer musical, was back above 814 k So some of these musicals that we had started to see some dips, James, are starting to come back up. However, there's a pretty big disparity between those shows and some of the things that had been around for a while. Beautiful despite a little bit of a bump back up, is still only at about $738,000. Kinky Boots at six hundred eighty, dollars Chicago at six sixty, dollars um, and then it goes down from there. The one that really intrigues me the most, James, is once on this island, the total gross is not super good. It's $569,000, but when you consider the space that it's in, that's still about 72% of its gross potential. So I'm really interested to see what happens with once on this island. I can't imagine they're making a ton of money, but I don't think that they're losing money. Um, so I'm, I'm optimistic that this one will stay around for a while and hopefully play long enough that Heli Kilgore can return to the role of Timun. Now, the show that really has to get you nervous is head over heels over at the Hudson Theater. It is now in its third week of eight performances, and it's still only grossing $307,000. That is the lowest on Broadway by about 35K. That's below the play that goes wrong, uh, which just announced its cancellation of its closing um so uh, this one's coming up on its opening on july 26 so i'm starting to get nervous that it might not last much longer than opening um, i would hope that the producers have a reserve to at least get it through labor day but i think at this point james making it that far might be a bit optimistic um you know, I haven't really paid attention much. I, I, I'm trying to think. I haven't really seen much promotion for Head Over Heels. Has there been a lot and I just missed it? No, not really. I uh, I was having this conversation with someone today. I feel like uh, our friend Lisa Goldberg is doing more promotion for that show than the actual production itself. Mm, but, uh, yeah. you know, just uh, whatever. Um, it, you know, it's one of those things, James. I've had a lot of people, and maybe it's just the folks that I talk to, but a lot of people that I know have gone and seen the show and loved it. I admitted that it's not a perfect show and that, you know, they understand that it has issues and there's things that need to be corrected that probably never will. But a show that's really fun, you know, does a lot of things right even though it does some things wrong. And so they wish that it was doing better, but I just, I, I think it's a hard sell. I think it was poorly timed, bringing it in in the middle of the summer, a high concept show that needs explanation during this crowded touristy season. I just feel like this was, Oh, I'm going to feel bad saying this. I think this is a failure in producing more than a failure in the show writing performances itself. Oh, it's going to be goop everywhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next up, Massachusetts looking to invite out-of-town tryouts. Yes, the Boston Globe has reported that state lawmakers in Massachusetts are proposing tax incentives that encourage producers to bring their productions to Massachusetts before they transfer to the Great White Way. Obviously, ART, the American Repertory Theater, under the direction of Diane Paulus, has been doing pre-Broadway tryouts for years. However, with another one, Jagged Little Pill coming to ART, just finished its run last weekend. Moulin Rouge just starting its run this previous week at the uh, Emerson Colonial Theater. This is starting to become something that Massachusetts is seeing could be a great way to not only invest in the arts in the community, but also all of the money that those arts bring to the surrounding businesses as well. The bill has was sent to the Massachusetts Senate this week, proposing up to $5 million a year in credits to subsidize theatrical productions bound for Broadway or national tours. The tax credits could equal 35% of a show's in-state labor costs and another 25% of 
of expenses. James, we've previously talked about the fact that upstate New York was doing something very similar. So you're starting to see a lot of shows do their teching in uh, in Utica and Schenectady and, you know, random places in upstate uh, New York that you wouldn't necessarily consider theater meccas. Uh, I believe the upcoming Hello Dolly tour, which I think um, starts in either it starts in early October, but I think they're having a tech run, a preview run in Utica or something like that um, to take advantage of those tax credits. And look, if if we've talked about it before, if local municipalities and states and counties and cities are going to do what they can to bring productions in there, productions are going to come, especially in a city that has as min- as much art support as Boston, I think we could see a lot more shows going to Boston before coming to New York, James. I Well, you know, everything old is new again. Uh, Boston used to yeah. be the, the you know, used to be the place where Peter Felicia at the, at, saw... Yeah, the colonial, he, yeah. Yeah, Peter Felicia saw every show before it came to Broadway when he was a young Peter Felicia growing up as a whippersnapper in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> That's so, wicked awesome. Wicked awesome. <laughs> 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 so, you ever uh, you ever hear the Red Sox song? Uh, the Red Sox suck song. I have to play uh, it for you. No, but I'm totally down with that song. Oh, the Red Sox suck. The Red Sox really suck. The Red Sox suck. The Red Sox really suck. Oh, the Red Sox suck. The Red Sox really suck. It's wicked. Oh, as would it. as would Peter be? Peter being a Baltimore Orioles fan. Yes, exactly. All right. So uh, what do we have in other news? Uh, all right, James. Yesterday, Encore's off-center co-artistic directors Ann Kaufman and Janine Tesori announced the final casting for Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope, the third and final production of their off-center season this summer. It will star Ramey Crenshaw, Dana Dantzler, Aisha DeHaas, James T. Lane, and Wayne Pretlow. This show, which was written by Mickey Grant and Vanette Carroll, uh, originally premiered in 1971. The show will run at City Center July 25th through the 28th. It'll be directed and choreographed by the one and only Tony winner, Savion Glover. Also, yesterday, we learned that uh, Chalina Kennedy, who is currently starring at the Atlantic Theater in This Ain't No Disco, she will be leading the upcoming world premiere musical A Sign of the Times, which will feature the songs of Petula Clark and multiple hit makers from the 1960s at the Delaware Theater Company beginning in November of this year. It'll feature a book... (laughs) by the one and only six-time Emmy winner Bruce Valanche, um, and it'll be directed by Gabriel Barr and choreographed by Joe Ann Hunter. The production will co-star with Kennedy, Drew Seeley, uh, Crystal Lucas-Perry, and Ryan Silverman. The complete casting will be announced at a later date. The show will run November 28th through December 23rd with an opening night on December 4th. Now, also, we learned on uh, Monday last week, we talked about the fact that Laura Dreyfus would be leaving the Broadway production fairly hastily of Dear Evan Hansen. Um, we, at the time, learned that it would have something to do with an upcoming TV role that had not yet been announced. Well, yesterday it was announced, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, Laura Dreyfus will be leaving Dear Evan Hansen to co-star in the new TV series opposite Ben Platt. She will be joining Netflix's uh, Netflix The Politician, which will star Platt and will feature Barbara Streisand. She'll be joined along with uh, Zoe Deutsch, Lucy Boynton, and Rainey Jones. Uh, they will also join, as I said, Streisand, but also 
your gooping friend, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, the four will be considered series regulars. The show already received a two-season order, and the pilot is currently being filmed. And finally, in this uh, section, James Speaking of Broadway stars joining television shows, Entertainment Weekly announced yesterday that Tony nominee Lauren Ridloff, who just finished her Broadway debut in Children of a Lesser God, would be joining the ninth season cast of AMC's Walking Dead. So uh, I don't really watch that one, but my brother is obsessed, so I'm sure I'll have to ask him how she does after this season is over. If you'd like more information on any or all of these shows, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMATT. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us. And come on back tomorrow, and Matt and I will talk to you about Wednesday. Wednesday.